0: Coming up on episode two of the Keto Camp podcast, I break down why you might be struggling with the keto diet and intermittent fasting and solutions to maximize your results. They classify that as a poison, but once it's put in your mouth, it's declassified as a poison and they consider it safe. That's because they've done test blood work on patients who have silver fillings in their mouth and it didn't show a rise in in blood mercury. So that's why they think it's safe. Now, the reason it doesn't show is because that mercury, as I said, gets stored in the brain, in the tissue. So that's the wrong test to check. So if you've tested your blood mercury levels, it's a very inaccurate way to, to assess your level of mercury toxicity. On this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast, I'm gonna share why you might not be getting the results you desire on the keto diet with your intermittent fasting. And what we do here on Friday's episode is we give you a summary of our previous episodes. So this week we had Dr. Dan Pompa on the show. He shared amazing information about heavy metals, silver fillings, environmental toxins, antibiotics, the whole calories in, calories out approach, fasting for cancer, fasting for health, fasting for a fat loss. So what I want to do on today's episode is I want to relate the information he shared, break it down, go a little deeper for you and relate that, link it to what you're doing with the keto diet and fasting and how you could maximize those results. So this is going to be a very important topic for anybody who's following keto and fasting. Before we get into the episode, I want to just encourage you to stop it right now, the audio right now, and go and please leave me a review. Leave this podcast a review and a rating. What it does, it helps get this information out to the world. And you never know, your review might help the algorithm show it to somebody, and it could change that person's life. So if you find any value in the Keto Camp podcast, I want to encourage you to go ahead and leave a review and rate this podcast. So let's get into episode number two. I want to start with cellular toxicity on this podcast, and this could be the reason why you still don't feel well or you stop losing weight. Environmental toxins, they are everywhere, and there's three big boys out there that Dr. Pompa spoke about on the previous episode. We have lead, mercury, and glyphosate, which is Roundup, pesticides. These toxins are affecting four generations, and they're leading to an explosion of chronic disease and obesity. There was a study done by the Environmental Working Group, EWG. They examined the core blood of newborns, and here's what they found. They began life exposed to as many as 287 of the 413 toxic chemicals that were studied. And 180 of those toxins were found to cause cancer. Cancer rates in children have risen 67.1% since 1950. And according to the Columbia University of School of Public Health, 95% of cancer is caused by diet and environment. I want to start with silver fillings. You might have silver fillings in your mouth right now. You might have had it during your lifetime. Maybe it got removed. Or your parents, your mom might have had silver fillings when she gave birth to you. I don't know if you knew this, but silver fillings, also called amalgam fillings, contain 50% mercury. Mercury is a major toxin. It's one of the big boys that really disrupts our health and it creates a lot of cellular inflammation. Remember that word, cellular inflammation, because I'm gonna go back to that and relate it to why people are so sick. What happens is the mouth is very acidic. So as that silver filling is in the mouth, it is vaporizing and going into the brain and bioaccumulating every single day, that silver filling is in our mouth. It bioaccumulates in the hypothalamus pituitary as inorganic mercury. Here's the deal. It should be criminal for dentists to put this in our mouth. When I was a kid, I had eight tiny silver fillings put into my mouth, and I had it for over 20 years. So for 20 years, I had mercury being vaporized into my brain. Here's an alarming story to share with you. When they deliver silver filling, the the mercury used to put in your mouth, to the dental office, the box that it comes in has those skull and bones saying caution, this is a deadly substance, you know, handle with care. And uh, they classify that as a poison. But once it's put in your mouth, it's declassified as a poison if they consider it safe. That's because they've done test blood work on patients who have silver fillings in their mouth and it didn't show a rise in mer- in blood mercury. So that's why they think it's safe. Now, the reason it doesn't show is because that mercury, as I said, gets stored in the brain, in the tissue. So that's the wrong test to check. So if you've tested your blood mercury levels, it's a very inaccurate way to, to assess your level of mercury toxicity. You would have to get a biopsy of the brain, which nobody's really going to do. The fact of the matter is that that mercury is stored in the hypothalamus pituitary, and it stays there until you do something to pull it out. So what Dr. Pompa shared on the previous episode is it, it almost took his life. He was doing everything. He was cycling. He was eating healthy. He was an athlete. He had a thriving practice, a chiropractic practice, but he had these silver fillings, and it just destroyed his health, and he couldn't figure out why, but when he did figure out that it was the silver fillings, he got his life back. And I don't want you to just listen to this and go ahead and get your silver fillings taken out because there is a process that needs to take place and you want to make sure that it's done from a dentist, a biological dentist who knows what they're doing. So the issue is when silver fillings are stored in your hypothalamus pituitary, that's a big problem because the hypothalamus pituitary, it controls your entire endocrine system All of your hormones, we have over 600 hormones. It is the language of the human body, hormones are, and our hypothalamus pituitary is controlling our hormones. It's also controlling our adrenal glands, our thyroid glands, all of our organs. It is the master controller of our body. So if we have that dysfunctioning, it doesn't matter how much thyroid hormone you give somebody. It doesn't matter what diet you're doing. If you have mercury stored in the brain, it's going to create dysfunction downstream. So Dr. Papa shared an amazing analogy on the previous episode. I encourage you to listen to that full episode. He talked about everybody's going downstream, and I did this for years. They're treating the adrenals. They're giving bioidentical hormones, and yes, there's a time and place for that, but you're never going to get well until you fix the cell, specifically these brain cells, the hypothalamus pituitary. And he shared that analogy about this river, this stream that has all these toxins in it floating around. And these are, let's say, the gut, somebody looking at the gut to try to help them get better even though they have sil- they have uh, mercury poisoning in the brain. So they're treating the, the, the river, they're, they're cleaning out the river, and then it looks fine. And then days later, there's toxins in the uh, river as well. And they're just going back and forth, they're cleaning it out, And upstream, it turns out there's a factory dumping these toxins into the river. So you're never going to take care of the problem until you go upstream. So that's what I'm talking about here when it comes to mercury toxicity. We want to go upstream. That's how we get our life back. So when you have mercury in the brain, it's going to leach into other parts of your body. There was a study done, and it was presented in the prestigious FASAB And it indicated that the more amalgam fillings present in your mouth, the more mercury you will have in your organs, including the brain, kidneys, heart, and liver. Study after study, it shows the link between silver fillings and mercury found in the body. I'm gonna list the studies in the show notes. Please take some time going through it, understanding the dangers of having high levels of mercury in the body. Another study showed that Mercury in the body was linked to high amounts of visceral fat and obesity. And there was an association. This study that was done by the Diabetes and Metabolism Journal showed an association between blood mercury level and visceral adiposity in adults. Simply put, the more silver fillings the person had, the fatter they were. So I mentioned that you could be doing everything right. The keto diet, fasting, exercising, sleep but if you have these upstream stressors, the body will not heal itself. It'll create a lot of cellular inflammation. So when I say cellular inflammation, I'm not talking about a, a sore shoulder or a sprained ankle. That's inflammation too. I'm talking about cellular inflammation. When your cells are inflamed, these receptor sites that your hormones communicate to, they're not heard. It's like you screaming at me. I have my fingers in my ears. I can't hear you. So it doesn't matter how much thyroid hormone you give somebody, progesterone, uh, testosterone. If it can't get into the cell, you're not gonna feel well. So we need to remove the stress or the cause of why this cell is inflamed. And these toxins, environmental toxins, silver fillings, create that inflammation, that cellular inflammation. So what are some other environmental toxins, maybe you've never had silver fillings. Well, something to note is that if your mom had silver fillings when she gave birth to you, and Dr. Pompa talked about this, that was passed on to you. In fact, studies show, a Drash study, it's called the Drash study, it showed the amount of silver fillings found in mom when she gave birth to the baby is proportional to the amount of mercury found in the baby's brain. And they did this with autopsies of babies. That means if you never had silver fillings, but your mom had it when she gave birth to you, you have mercury stored in your brain. So there's a process, as I mentioned, you find a biological dentist, you strengthen your downstream pathways. I teach this to my one-on-one clients. Dr. Pompa teaches this. I've learned this from him. Uh, And then you get it removed the right way. And then there's a process to extract the silver fillings, or I should say the mercury from the brain. And for myself, as I mentioned, 20 years I had silver filling. So I got him removed last year the right way. And I'm going through this detox on myself. And I can tell you this, I've been running detox on myself for the last six months. I feel the best I've felt in a very long time. So I'm going to continue to get healthier and healthier. And it wasn't until I attacked this mercury toxicity that I was unaware of for years. And I was just going downstream, treating the adrenals, treating the thyroid, which only served to help me short short term and not long term. So I want to just encourage you to do a little bit of some more research. If this is intriguing to you and you wanna learn more about it, send me an email at ben at ketocamp.com. That's camp with a K. And I'd love to answer any questions for you. Here are some common mercury symptoms. Depression, mild fatigue, anxiety, forgetfulness, eyelid, face, or muscle twitching, digestive issues, constipation, And or diarrhea, frequent bad breath, body odor, dizziness, irritability, sensitivity to sound, inability to concentrate, brain fog, abnormal menses, low body temperature, cold hands and feet, tender teeth, ringing in the ears, insomnia, metallic taste in the mouth, nail fungus, unexplained anger, and autoimmune. That is a nasty list of symptoms right there. So you might be thinking, okay, I'm safe. My mom didn't have silver fillings when she gave birth to me. I never had it growing up. I'm good. Well, not so fast. My question for you is, did you ever get a flu shot? The world-leading immunologist and the thirteenth most quoted biologist of our time, with nearly eight hundred and fifty papers in peer-reviewed journals, Hi Fundenberg, he says, quote, if an individual has had five consecutive flu shots between 1970 and 1980, the years of the study, his or her chances of developing Alzheimer's disease is 10 times greater than if they had one, two, or no vaccinations. That is an alarming quote from one of the world-leading immunologists. So when they asked him why, he said, the gradual mercury and aluminum buildup in the brain. So I encourage you to go upstream, take care of any mercury poisoning you might have. We just completed number one of the three big boys, these environmental toxins that are not allowing the body to heal itself. Let's move on to number two. Let's talk about lead. Our parents, they grew up in the lead generation. And lead affects four generations in two ways. Number one, The lead is inherited in utero from mom to baby, and it lasts and is passed down for four generations. Number two, it turns on bad genes associated with many diseases, even obesity, and that gene is turned on for four generations. This goes beyond Flint. The cities in the U.S. that have been tested, a lot of the drinking water has been tainted, with lead all across the US. It's not just Flint, Michigan. So I encourage you, to not drink tap water. I encourage you to have a filter on your shower, a shower filter you could get on Amazon for $30 because whatever goes on your skin goes into your bloodstream. And if there's trace amounts of lead and other heavy metals in that water, you don't want it touching your skin. It's gonna be absorbed by the body. It's gonna create inflammation around your cells. It's gonna create wonky hormones. These are easy things we can do. Drink filtered water and have a shower filter. Now I mentioned that lead in the brain from mom There was a study that's in the Scientific American Journal, and it showed that mother's lead exposure could affect the newborn's brains. Pregnant women exposed to lead had newborns who scored slightly lower on tests, measuring reflexes and other skills tied to the brain development, according to the new study from China. This is important for anybody who's thinking about getting pregnant, if you're a, a, a to be mother and you want to get pregnant, you want to have your a child, which is an amazing goal to have. It's important for you to get healthy before you have that baby because it could affect the function of the baby's brain. So this is an important message here for anybody who wants to have children. Another study showed lead and obesity, a link between lead and obesity. This is in uh, can be found on PubMed. I'll put this link in the uh, show notes. A study of chronic lead exposure, and physical growth in Boston children. It said, the results suggest that chronic lead exposure in childhood may result in obesity that persists into adulthood. Lead, gut bacteria, and weight gain. This study showed lead exposure changes the gut microbiota, increasing the chances of obesity. Here's a quote from the study. Early life exposure to lead causes a long-lasting impact on gut microbiome and the change of gut microbiome may partially contribute to increased body weight in adult life. So we know that before 1978, a lot of the houses in the U.S., they used lead-based paint. So chances are if you've ever lived in a house that was built before 1978, you had exposure to lead. It gets stored in the bone and it stays there until you pull it out. If you currently live in a house that has been built before 1978, I recommend getting it tested, seeing if there is lead in the paint because that is getting stored in the bone, as I just mentioned, and it could be passed down generation to generation. It's one of those big toxins that create a lot of cellular inflammation. Okay, let's get to the third item on the list here, glyphosate. It makes everything worse. It makes mercury, aluminum, lead more toxic. There was a study done by researcher Stephanie Seneff, and she showed empirical data confirming autism symptoms related to aluminum. Studies also show a correlation between dementia and glyphosate. Now, glyphosate, if you don't know, it's sprayed everywhere. Roundup, pesticides are everywhere in the world. I believe And don't quote me on this, but at least 60%, percent six zero of rainfall has some pesticide residue on it. Even if you're buying organic, there's going to be some pesticide residue on it. It's just, it's rampant. It's everywhere. So those are the three big boys right there. If you could start removing that interference, the body has this amazing innate intelligence within it, and it will heal itself. Our job is to remove the interference. So I look at all of these stressors that we have as drops in the bucket. Yeah, we were born with a set of genes and we cannot change those genes. This is true. However, we can change, we could control the expression of those genes. Looking at the work of uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote the book Biology of Belief, he believes that 95% plus of our genes are expressed through our decisions, our choices, our lifestyle, meaning less than 5% of all disease is genetically based, genetically related. So if we are able to remove this interference, the body will heal itself. These drops in the bucket, we're born with a a bucket. Everybody has a different size bucket. And as we go through our life, we have all these stressors, these three environmental toxins that I spoke about. We're eating a high-carb diet. We're eating every two to three hours. This is all drops in the bucket. And as our bucket gets full we start to experience symptoms. We don't feel so good, maybe we can't sleep as well, or we're getting acne, or we're gaining weight. These are all symptoms. If we don't do something about that bucket getting full, it's gonna end up overflowing. When that happens, that is when serious problems start to occur. Somebody gets diagnosed with a disease. Somebody just is devastated by a diagnosis. So what we wanna do is, we wanna pour out that bucket. We wanna make sure we're not filling our bucket, because that way, we're gonna heal the body, We're going to allow the body to heal itself, and we're going to live a long, healthy life. I believe we were designed to live to at least 120 years old, disease-free. So Dr. Pampa spoke about his 180-degree solution to getting better. I love that approach, and if you didn't hear what he was talking about, go listen to the episode. I call it the George Costanza effect. I don't know if there's any Seinfeld fans listening to this podcast right now, but back in the... 2000s and early in the 90s, there was a popular sitcom called Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld's show. And there was a character on that show named George Costanza. George Costanza was getting terrible results in his life. He was unhappy. He was broke. His relationships were crap and he was unhealthy. So he had the idea on this one episode to do everything opposite of what he had been doing up until that point. And guess what happened? Everything in his life improved. Finances, relationships, health, and that's exactly what the 180-degree solution is. Look at what the government guideline is promoting. Look at what the mainstream media is promoting when it comes to health and nutrition. Do the exact opposite, the Constanza effect, and you're going to be going down the right direction, and you're going to be better because of it. I advise you to be very careful when you follow the masses because usually the M is silent. And lastly, Dr. Pompa shared that story about the patient he had in the 90s who had cancer, a cancer tumor, and he had her fast. I believe it was 30 days and the tumor just shrunk. And this is before there was research on autophagy. That that word didn't even exist. And he saw it with his own eyes and he saw it with his patient well before the research came out. So fasting is a very powerful way to prevent cancer. It's a very powerful way to let the body heal itself. And uh, some of the work out there by Dr. Thomas Seafried, who wrote the book, Cancer as a Metabolic Disease. He's been quoted as saying, if you were to complete a seven-day water-only fast once per year, you would reduce your chances of any cancer by 95%. That is a powerful quote right there. And he's actually seen tumors shrink before his eyes when you reach something called max autophagy. And let's get into a little bit of autophagy, and I'll explain to you how to test for max autophagy. Autophagy is a process that your body, uh, a switch that's turned on when you're fasting. And it's a way of your body to clean out cellular junk. We require up to 70 billion cells need to be recycled every single day. Think of that refrigerator you have right now in your kitchen. It has a whole bunch of groceries in it that have expiration dates. Now, what will happen if you let every single grocery in that fridge expire, but instead of throwing them into the trash, you push them towards the back of the fridge, then you drive to the grocery store, buy new groceries with new expiration dates, bring it back home, put it inside the fridge in front of the expired groceries and close that door. It's gonna create disease. There's gonna be mold, bacteria, it's gonna be nasty. Your body is like this refrigerator. You have cells, you have protein that require you to eliminate them, to take out the trash. They have an expiration date. So when we're not fasting, that's how cancer is created. We're duplicating cells, we're letting cells expire. Fasting is a powerful way to throw out the groceries. It's kind of like a ship that's going through the Atlantic Ocean. Your body is this ship. Let's say there's 100 passengers on this ship with the captain and they're going through this storm and they're taking on a lot of water. So I'm going to relate that to what happens when you're fasting. Your your body essentially thinks you're in a uh, a serious time. It's a famished state. There's no food around. So you're taking on water, this ship is taking on water. What is going to happen? The captain's going to order the crew members to start dumping cargo off the ship so you could get through that storm. It's going to tell you he's going to say dump the least important cargo. Let's get through this storm. The body's the same way. It's gonna look and seek out damaged cells and damaged protein. It's kind of like Pac-Man going through your body. It's gonna eat it up and get rid of it so you can get through this storm, which is fasting. Fasting is a stressor to the body. It is an acute stressor that produces healthier results. So that's why autophagy is so powerful because the body is starting to recycle damaged cells, get rid of them, and it builds up new cells, new stem cells to heal the body and it helps with so many, so many uh, different areas of, of, of your body. Now, how do you know, how do you get this max autophagy that Dr. Thomas Seafried actually saw tumors shrink before his eyes? Well, it would have to be a block fast. So, three to five to seven days, depending on the person. You wanna test your glucose and your ketones. How it works is you wanna get a one to one ratio. And Dr. Papa talked about this briefly on the previous episode. You wanna test your glucose and make sure it is a one-to-one ratio with your ketones. So how does it work? I use a machine called Keto Mojo. Uh, I like it a lot. It's, you can find it on Amazon. I'll put a link for it down below, Keto Mojo. And during your block fast, you want to test your glucose and your ketones. So let's say you test your glucose on day two or day three of this block fast, and it's 62. You want to divide that by 18, which gives you 3.4. Then you want to test your blood ketones. If your blood ketones are 3.4 or higher, congratulations, you are at max autophagy. Now, the importance of that, that, is the, that one-to-one ratio is the ratio that Dr. Thomas Seafried has seen tumors sh- shrink before his eyes. That is a worthy goal. This is why I complete a five-day water fast two to three times per week. And I do it with my Keto Camp Inner Circle members. So if you're interested in learning about this and being guided through this fast, I encourage you to go to ketocamp.com, camp with the K, learn about my inner circle. I'd love to coach you and teach you how to get this max autophagy. Well, I had fun recording this episode for you. I hope you got a lot from it. Uh, I would really appreciate if you reviewed and rated this show, it would mean so much to me. And, um, Share it with a friend, share it with somebody who's doing fasting and not getting the results they want, or keto and not getting the results they want. If you see somebody with silver fillings, have them listen to this episode. Next week, we have a brand new episode coming out with the best-selling author of Ketotarian, Dr. Will Cole. You don't want to miss this interview. We have so many nuggets that we share with you, and uh, I'm so excited to release that to the world. Before I sign off, here are a couple of free resources for you. If you want to learn how to burn fat instead of sugar, I have a four-pillar approach to doing so. It's a free ebook I wrote for you called The Keto Kickstart Guide. Go to www.ketokickstartguide.com. Get that for free. Secondly, if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, definitely subscribe. I'm releasing brand new keto and fasting content every other day, pretty much. Go to youtube.com slash Camp with the K and subscribe to that channel. And I want to say thank you for spending part of your day with me. Have yourself an amazing, blessed rest of your day. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice.